What's good, y'all? This is Robert Jackson. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. And today we have um, somebody who does a lot of interviews. They have their own little show, and um, she's sitting right here in the corner. So this is Amber. You know her as Amber the Fan Girl on YouTube, Twitter, and all social media, wibbly wobbly. Yeah. So thank you for joining me today. Or tonight on your end, Amber. Hi, <laughs> Robert. It's lovely to be here. Yeah, it is. Um, it's quarter past nine at night where I am at the moment. Um, because like I said, um, on the podcast, I get like so many people. I talk to so many people from around the world, and it's yeah. um, yeah, and it's really quite um, because whenever we get connected and stuff like that, like Zoom is kind of like a new way of like. I guess interacting with people um this is pretty yeah. much how yeah just keeping ourselves indoors um you know in the midst of all of this craziness going on but yeah um but enough about enough about that um i just wanted to know more about yourself so um for people who haven't seen your youtube channel which they probably should um so tell us about yourself like the floor is yours you're the guest Wonderful. Well, mm, I suppose there is quite a lot to say. I suppose it's really I'm terrible with introductions, uh, but I'll, I'll give it a go. Uh, I'm I'm 18. Um, I've been on YouTube for nearly 10 years, which is kind of scary when you think about it. Um, I'm a voice actress. Um, I have done a few voiceover work. Um, I'm doing one for uh, I'm doing a little bit of voiceover work for an upcoming theme park ride that's opening in California uh, in a few years time. Um, I've done a few uh, product voiceovers in the past and, you know, I'm just kind of building up my career and stuff like that. Uh, on my channel, I film uh, like Comic-Con vlogs. Uh, I have my little, little interview series just like yours um, where I talk to voice actors and, you know, people who I admire from um, across the entertainment industry. Uh, and I also do like kitty ride videos. Now, for those of you who want to go down the loophole, then I will take you down that loophole. Um, well, or the little wormhole, should I say. Um, these kitty rides are called operated rides that you usually find outside of supermarkets. Um, and I started filming them when I was 12 and they just became popular with people on YouTube, like people with special needs, like would just watch them and they would just become so fascinated with these videos and it's reached audiences all around the world. I've had uh, viewers, I've checked them a little analytics and I've had viewers from like Iraq, um, Australia, America, of course, Morocco, Peru. I'm like, wow okay i didn't expect to get this big because they've got people from all over the world watching me in like tons of different countries and i i feel i feel deeply grateful that people are just tuning in to see this one british girl talk about comic cons or voice acting <laughs> it feels really surreal um so i've been in the showbiz sector for a few years you know i've been started out as like a like a fan of many things and stuff like that but <clears throat> voiceover wise I didn't start as a voice actress until 2019 when I got my first voiceover job voicing a corner pretty kitty ride uh, a helicopter ride uh, who I nicknamed Heli uh, because that was uh, the nickname during the planning process um, it was meant to be mass produced but unfortunately due to the pandemic only two models were made because the company then folded due to bankruptcy caused by the COVID-19 pandemic um, but um <clears throat> I'm slowly trying to build, as I said before, I'm slowly trying to build up my career um, to try and get it on track, essentially, and just, 
you know, I just want to do something that I love when I eventually leave college, which I'm studying performing arts right now in my third year. So that's been, you know, interesting, should I say, really say the least. <laughs> and yeah, that pretty much sums me up, really. Yeah, that's um, all of this seems sounds like a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, um, I mean, it's as good as introduction as um, I'll get for today. Um, so with all, everything that you're doing right now, like, um, yeah, what got you started in like doing YouTube and doing all of this stuff? <clears throat> well, what was the I inspiration? Well, yeah, what was the I started. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, excuse me. I've I've just had a call from come back from Comic Con, so I'm just all bummed up and just you know, oh, just give me one moment. Just... Okay. Okay, I'm good. Sorry, I get I got back from a Comic Con like the previous weekend, and I was just I completely lost my voice. I mean, you can probably hear that my voice isn't really that up to strength. Um, I did a Christmas show okay. this week, and uh, of course, I had to lose my voice when I did the show, and oh, it's the worst thing. Um, how I got started on YouTube? Um, well, basically. When I was 10, yes, don't do this nowadays. Back then, that was a bit naughty of me to do this. I set up a channel when I was 10 and I got my first phone. Uh, and I was inspired by, you know, Minecraft YouTubers I'd watched. And like Stampy Longnose was one of my inspirations growing up on uh, YouTube. Uh, like people like, you know, like Iballistic Squid and Amy Lee 33, you know, that sort of like Minecraft circle that had sort of inspired me. Like, and then it would be like Squishy or something like that. Um, and also like people who did reviews, like I would sometimes watch uh, like Lucky Penny Shop or I think that's what they're called, uh, or Mike Mozart, Keepers Media, the toy, uh, toy channel, like, oh my gosh, this was like YouTube Kids before it was YouTube Kids. And it was just, oh my gosh, you just, I remember just being on my iPad on holiday, just watching these videos on the tablet with the really bad Wi-Fi. It's just, it all comes back to me once I start talking about it. And oh my gosh, I really need to have someone like that on my show. I think it'd be really good just to express how much my childhood, uh, they how big of, um, how much of a big part of my childhood they were. Um, so we're starting YouTube. I really started out doing like little product reviews, like little candy reviews, but I didn't really talk because like, I don't know, I was 10. I wasn't that confident in myself. Um, I did videos, just like silly videos, you know, like I don't really know how to explain it because most of them are now no longer on the internet. So they are completely gone. Um, I suppose the earliest surviving video that is on my channel is probably a vlog that I did in 2015 when I was 11. Uh, I, <laughs> I went to like a Minecraft convention and I had such a blast. Like I was invited up into the green room and it was just so much fun just hanging out with these people. And I was just looking up to them and like, oh my gosh like I'm with them and I, I need to go back and watch that because every time I watch that I just get so nostalgic I really need to try and react to some of my old videos you've actually just inspired me to do that like you've made me talk about a long lost memory that has been stuck in the, at the back of my head for years um so that was quite fun um and then when I reached the age of 12, I was doing reaction videos, you know, I started filming on the corner operated rides and, you know, me obsessed, I'm obsessed with cartoons and then I get obsessions over different actors, celebrities and stuff. And then and I end up meeting them and watching shows they're in and stuff. So I got into like all British cartoons and comedy and stuff. 
And then that all changed when I got into Hanna-Barbera cartoons when I was 14. Um, I then became obsessed with voiceover, especially in America, because like you had all the greats like Paul Winchell, Don Messick, Dawes Butler, June Frey, Janet Waldo, Bill Scott, Paul Fries. I could honestly just keep naming all these people. Uh, but they were just so great and so talented. And I just watched these cartoons and I think, wow, OK, these are just brilliant. Like, they're nothing like what cartoons in Britain used to be. Well, of course they were screened in Britain, but like, you didn't get what I mean. Um, so I, I reached out to all these voice actors, you know, merely just as a fan. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I love your work. Uh, keep it up, I'm from England. Just, it's just, it was just so great to make these little connections. And then when I was 15, I obviously got the voiceover job. And then during the pandemic, I produced my first documentary at the age of 16 based on the voice actor Bill Scott, titled Bill Scott, The Portrait of a Moose. Uh, I got a lot of voice actors involved who would either work with Bill or inspired by his work. So that's people like Billy West, Corey Burton, Frank Welker, Tara Strong, uh, Wardell Yankovic, and many big folk in the voiceover industry. And they were just so grateful and they were just so gracious with their time with me and everything like that. Like during that pandemic, like I've made Powell's, I became a pal of Corey Burton. I was like, oh my gosh, like two years ago, I was obsessed with it. I love him, like going crazy, like, oh my God, I love his work. And then just like two years later, I know him. Like, okay, this is really happening. Okay, this is, wow. And then I then got acquainted with Frank Welker because I met him before the pandemic in person. He did his first uh, UK convention appearance. And we had voice chats over like GalaxyCon and everything like that. And then I finally met him in Edinburgh. I met him again in person uh, back in uh, October of this year. And we had such a lovely time. And, you know, he's just inspired me to keep going with all his voiceover work. And, you know, he's like my current favorite voice actor. And just, you know, it's just, it's really just about me building my career and just looking back at what sort of person I was to the person I am today, really. Um, so I have evolved quite a bit, you know, how like dinosaurs evolve and stuff like that. but yeah um my content has changed a lot over the years but i can't see my the sort of content i make change uh i don't think i, see, I can see it changing anytime soon really yeah oh, sorry so for the one long-winded answer <laughs> no 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 don't i mean if you've seen my podcast a lot of people give like a lot of long way i mean no offense i mean they're really good answers but it's like you know i just kind yeah. of like talking and it's like really it's just so fascinating to hear a lot of different perspectives from people who work in the industry. Um, and even those that make content um, like I do, they all have different um, like philosophies and you get to hear, you know, what they do outside of work. So it's just kind of like, you know, um, the time that we get to spend together, we just chat about like, it's like meeting up for coffee and just talking about the business and, you know, um, other fun stuff um and on the topic of voiceover um i think with you it's kind of similar to um i think is i've said this before um but it's kind of similar to my story like everybody else inspired by inspired by cartoons um i've looked up to people like mel blank frank walker tom kenny rob paulson billy west blah 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 blah, blah and um jim cummings and you know all these these people um yeah. i and it's really interesting uh, because I know that they were at Los Angeles Comic Con, which I unfortunately didn't make it. Um, I couldn't go because, like, I just had 
um, a lot to do this past weekend, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, maybe one of these days I will. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, just going to be like, I will stop you and I will find you. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Don't do that, please. Yeah, just don't, I mean, like, I was gonna say, yeah, please don't stalk people, but, I mean, to be fair, um, I know this Bob Bergen has way. pretty much, I know that voice actor Bob Bergen has, he admitted that it was sort of like healthy, semi-stalking, well-playing, and getting into the industry, so, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, but still, at the same time, don't, every voice actor's journey is different, don't follow what one person might have done, I'm just saying. <laughs> but, if speaking, um, let's move on. Um, so, you have your little series, um, what would you say, or, um, I mean, I don't want to ask, like, the basic questions, like, what were some of your favorite videos, or, like, who did you look up to or like blah 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 what are your favorite stuff so um I, I guess i'll just ask like when it comes to like setting up like i know for me my process is different but how do you go about when it comes to setting up these interviews and talking to all of these wonderful guests that you had on your little podcast well i usually either go uh the direct route or the indirect route the direct route being through the actual voice actor actor themselves so i would either mm -hmm. message them on uh like instagram or facebook or twitter and be like hey do you want to come on my podcast uh you know i send them previous examples and they'll either say uh, check back in a few months or yes we can set something up or anything along those uh, lines. The indirect way is to go through their agent or their manager or anything like that. I think that's probably the easiest way to go through because I have organized a lot more interviews through uh, someone's representation uh, folk um, because I've mainly been doing it a lot recently. I've been trying to get a few people from uh, Batman the Animated Series on my podcast, which I'm very excited about. Um, I know because we lost dear Kevin Conroy uh, last month, which which broke me, it really did break me. I nearly had him for my podcast. I did go through his uh, agent, and he was like, "Oh yeah, check back in a few months." And then same, like, me too. Yeah, really? Yeah, I don't think I've shared this last time, but I actually did. Um, oh, I think I contacted his agent, and then I haven't heard back anything. And I was actually gonna try again on actually the weekend that he actually like. I think he passed Past. on the yeah tenth tenth yeah tenth uh, yeah I was actually gonna reach out like that week that he actually passed away unfortunately I know it was yeah. just it hit me it was like approaching the court for me because like you know it he, could... what he was okay he's the every time you talk about Batman people always like Kevin is always the go to person Batman. because he really was like once you listen to his Batman you just it's it's iconic. It's like Mel Blanc for Bugs Bunny or Tom Kenny as SpongeBob. You know, it's like, or Jim Cummings as Winnie the Pooh. I mean, I could just go on, but yeah, it's just very iconic at this point. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's doing the new Suicide Squad uh, game. They've just announced it. The yeah. Game last Posthumous. Night. Is that how you say the word? Posthumously, yeah. It was a posthumous role. Uh, game Awards. <laughs> yeah. I, for you the Game I Awards. I'm Batman. And then it just says on the screen, thank you, Kevin. I'm like, that's one of the best parts. I, I sort of, um, I do kind of have my sort of 
problems or issues with the game awards but i'm not going to go into it in this episode but I've that really the kevin tribute i'm sorry I've, I've never really heard of the game awards up until very recently but yeah the kevin yeah. Award, that was done by a uh, rocksteady uh, rocksteady oh, yeah. games of london yeah. but like yeah the, and, but besides the kevin tribute there were some there was a lot of interesting stuff that happened during the game awards <laughs> Oh, I, I only know of that uh, tribute and the Bill Clinton guy who got up on the stage. That's what I was referring to. And also, you know, Sonic and Genshin fandoms are just the worst. Just saying. Yeah, those are the only two things I know. I didn't watch it live because it's not really my thing. It wasn't really... Yeah. I mean, if Fall Guys or Animal Crossing or Dreamlight Valley was nominated, then I would watch it. But no, they weren't really yeah. nominated this year. I know Multi Multiverses won our best fighting game, which... Yeah perfectly fits because they did not they didn't showcase arc <laughs> 2 or they also did not nominate the the new shredders for Vanch ninja turtles and i'm kind of oh, salty about that no like i don't think i've seen like the new ninja turtles game i don't think i've seen it get like a nomination or an award i mean i could be wrong but i haven't really paid much attention to it but yeah I, I personally feel like you know the ninja turtles fans were robbed i'm sorry <laughs> i feel for y'all <clears throat> Right. But anyways, so, continue. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? I was just completely lost my train of thought. Um, oh yeah, yeah uh, the, the, yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Um, I know I have my eyes on uh Diane Pershing, who was Poison Ivy, Paul oh, Williams, yeah. who voiced the Penguin, and Lauren Lester, who voiced uh, Robin, uh, Dick Grayson. Um, so those are the guys. Those are the folk who I would love on this show because, I mean, if I did do a podcast, an episode with Kevin. I would have probably that I would have to say like to everyone that would have been the best episode I ever filmed ever like nothing would beat it like even if I got Frank Welkron it wouldn't beat the Kevin Conroy episode um I think who else is there there's a few people from our Batman I suppose I mean it's never never say never yeah that's what I say yeah. They did ask to check in back in a few months and they said, yeah. so it's really, I know it's the holiday season now and I've got one more interview to do. So, and then that's like two I'm releasing over December and then I'm taking a little break from it whilst, whilst everyone gets, you know, rest for the holidays and then we're getting back to it in January and stuff. So um, the next one I've got on is a dream guest of mine, which I have tried to get up for over a year and I'm so excited to finally got them. Um, I'm not sure by the time this comes out that it might not have um, been released or not, um, but we'll see, but I'm keep it pushed for now because uh, <laughs> it's because it's a really good guest. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I think go through the agent is the easiest way in my opinion like sending an email and stuff and then just like checking in over the next few months and stuff like that and also some of the justice league gang like phil lamar uh george newburn uh, susan eisenberg like i'd love to get try and get those people on my pod um, on my show we could just talk and stuff and you know with my podcast it's not like a proper interview it's like a playful conversation it's casual we just speak about anything i drop a topic and we just speak about it and we have fun that is the it's key. Kind of similar I don't to how I do like it. I just have fun. Like we just talk about anything. We go off the rails. We wear pajamas. We kind do of anything. what we're doing right now. Yeah. We, I mean, I'm not yeah, wearing pajamas, but still. I like a shirt though. Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah, I don't have a Batman shirt. I don't either. Hello. Well, welcome to the club of having no Batman merchandise. <laughs> but, yeah, but it's whatever. But yeah, it's kind of like 
my show is kind of similar to, similar to what you're doing. That's exactly with how you've described it. That's legit pretty much word for word. That's kind of how I do it. Yeah. Yeah, my of neck course. of the woods. Yeah. Why are you making me want to chase it? Because I usually chase up people on a weekday because I find that a lot of agents are closed on the weekend. Um, but I just want to keep... Weekdays like, are the, probably the best. Yeah, weekends yeah. are... Yeah. People I have are... a dream guest list on my phone. I'm just reaching out to all these people who just say, come on my podcast, please. I'm begging you. I'm going to have to make some phone calls after we get after they have to finish this interview because I'm like... Yeah, it's I'm kind of like... You. It's, yeah. you're just, it's kind of reminds me. You're kind of like... Um, I know you're Talk Amber's a fangirl, but it's kind of like, notice me, senpai. Notice me. Notice me. Talk to me before my Batman obsession ends, please. I'll live to regret it. Uh, so, yeah, um, I know, like, there was uh, there was a few that did take a very long time to organize. I know the Rob Paulson one that I did was very hard to organize. I oh. keep checking back for over a year. <laughs> and then I finally managed Wish to secure... Wish me luck. Yeah, I will wish you luck for sure. Yeah, because um, it took me nearly two years to secure him. I was like, oh boy. His uh, but honestly, it, it Lori off. is like very nice. If you're watching this out there, I apologize if we could, if pushing. we have been just bugging keep pushing you. every two months. Yeah. Keep pushing. It's just a rare, rare, I'm just waiting for challenge. Animaniac season three to come out. That'll be my. Yeah. Yeah, just waiting for season three of Animaniacs to come out, and I'm like, yes. This is my chance, my perfect opportunity. <laughs> yes, it's all coming to place. This is my plan. <laughs> but anyways, continue. Wow, you, you should actually be able to, are you a voice actor yourself? Because I oh, think you've yeah. got the skills. Yeah, yeah. You, you're, you're, I like your acting. I've been doing it for five years. I still five cannot years? believe it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I still can't believe it. Yeah. So you've been doing it uh, longer than I have then? Yeah, yeah, and you've been doing it for shorter than this? you have. Uh, three years. So okay, cool, essentially, cool. yeah, three years. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off. <laughs> it's okay. Just... It's okay. Honestly, I do that all the time. Um, is there any? Is there any? Is what other questions would you like to ask? Uh, they can um, be unique. They can be generic. I just love answering questions because I ever and I never get asked to do interviews. Yeah, of course. Um, so. I know this is technically like, you know, the holidays, you know, with the season coming up and stuff, but um, I know that you mentioned on your social media and Twitter and whatnot. Um, uh, so what's the right way? How can I ask this? Like, I know that you're really like, you know, comfortable with talking about, um, you know, being on the autism spectrum. And I know that yeah. a lot of my, some viewers of mine, um, I know that I have an audience that are also on the spectrum. So I would like to ask you personally, um, if you can talk, if you're comfortable sharing about, you know, um, let's see the struggles and also why you've come to accept the fact that, you know, um, it's not a hindrance to you, but it can also be like, you know, something that is a unique part of your personality. And how has it actually left a positive impact or an influence on your life? How has it affected your life positively? Because I don't want to get to the negative stuff. I want to talk about positivity. Because that's what I'm all, I'm all, I'm all for it. 
Well, first of all, Robert, that was a beautiful question. Thank you so much for asking that. I'm not offended at all. I um I like talk I, I I like talking about it on the on in on interviews and stuff like that because I hardly get a chance to talk about it in real life. <laughs> to people. I mean, I just like talking um, about. I mean, I just wanted to discuss. If I bring up something, yeah, I just want to make sure yeah, that the guest fine. is comfortable talking about it. Yeah, honestly. And I just don't like, want to talk about specifically voiceover on your yeah, I mean, like, yeah of course that's what that's what yeah. i do i i do, i tend to go outside of voiceover as well in some cases yeah um but yeah um yes i i yes so there have been some times that i wished i did not have autism um i was like i don't want to be wired differently anymore i want to be wired correctly um that's especially like if i go through a really tough situation whether it be jealousy or to do with friendships or um, growing up i was bullied uh, for having autism um and it was horrible um, it was my first year, first few years of high school, so I had to move. Um, and, you know, I still struggle today, even with the whole, uh, I have mental health issues. So, you know, when you fall out, when I fall out with someone, I feel like it's the end of the world for me. And, you know, it's just who I am. And as my, as my, uh, my mama put it uh, the other day, I wouldn't be who I would be today if I wasn't autistic. Man, it's like, beautiful. Yeah, seriously, I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, like, she was like, oh yes, Amber Jones would not be Amber Jones if she didn't have autism. I was like, yeah, she would be genetically normal, Amber Jones. <laughs> yeah, so honestly, yes, I do have my struggles. Yes, we all have struggles. Um, I have wished, I sometimes say, oh, I don't, I wish I didn't have autism. Yes, I have said that before in the past, yes. Um. But sometimes, as I said, it makes me who I am, and I tend to I repeat myself a lot. Um, but yeah, yeah. Honestly, thank you for asking that question. I really appreciate it. I wasn't offended by it at all. In fact, I found it really informative, and I found it very strong of you to ask. Well, strong in a good way, of course, because yeah, I love it when people like bring up the topic of autism in interviews because I've never had a chance on any platform to talk about it freely because I haven't. Um, auditioned for a few fictional shows you know like on tv like soap operas anything that want autistic characters but i've never been successful they've either gone the nepotism route which they've gotten a relative someone autistic who is related to someone famous um or just you know just it's never taken off so i've never really had the chance to probably talk about it apart from on youtube and on interviews which i rarely do so yeah there there is my answer Thank you for letting Bring me broadcast on. my answer. <laughs> yeah, it can also be therapeutic, like yeah, in a way. That's pretty much all I can say because, like, I know that there's a lot of um, voiceover actors. Because um, one reason why I just love the industry um, is that they, like, I know that Rob Paulson in particular is an advocate for. Um, kids and people who are on the spectrum um i know the voice actors also donate to um communities that actually do support people with autism and i'm not gonna speak ill i'm not gonna name drop like you know the infamous ones which i'm pretty sure that you're most likely aware of um but it's like you know it's like they're just some of the sweetest people that um you could ever encounter like um and even if one were if one was like if someone was watching your videos um that you post on your channel um you know the 
the, like just recently the 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 vlog that you did for comic-con with you meeting peter cullen and frank walker it was like you know when you meet these voice actors it's like you're just amazed at their body of work and they're also just the most incredible human beings that you could um ever ask for like here on this planet earth and it's they really care about their work they care about their fans and they just they just really love doing what they're doing like it's not like they're doing this for money they're doing this just to pursue fame and fortune they just it's just a relentless passion for them it's like they're just really happy and eager to just continue doing what they love and that's pretty much my biggest takeaway out of all of this. Um, if you have a passion or if you have something that you just love doing, just don't stop. And I know it's going to sound cheesy, but don't give up. I know I've said this is said on numerous, like, whatever podcast that you listen on, but it's so true. Um, relentless, relentlessness, determination, and just the love for the craft is going to get you far. And uh, yeah. no matter what career, what it is you're pursuing in life, just do it. Do it. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Just yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah, like the big the big picture that I sent you with Shia LaBeouf. Oh, yes. He's the sky, just he's the sun, he's the it. tree, yes. <laughs> he's the grass. He's the tree, um, he's the grass, he's the sun, he's the sun, everything. He's the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got to say something. Um, The, the whole statement that about- It's the circle of life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, um the fact that Frank Welker plays a lot of villains, he's played Megatron, yeah. he's played Soundwave, he's played a lot of Soundwave cassettes. So many you know, so movies. many animals, dude. Like him and D. Yeah. Bradley Baker is some of the top like top guys, like some of the go-to, like, hey, we got an animal here, uh just get either Frank or D. But I know there's some new people that are specializing in that, like um I mentioned this Alan last Tudic. time, but Kellen Gall. I'm sorry. And Alan Tudyk. He was starting to uh, do a lot of uh, yeah. animal noises and stuff. Yeah. Sort of. I mean, wasn't he the chicken thing? He was the chicken in my Moana. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought so. That's the one yeah. thing that I that kind of stood out, stuck in my mind for some reason. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, because I would have expected Frank Welker to do it if it was from the nineties. <laughs> or Frank or D, or D. Bradley Baker, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. But anywho's. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Frank's like known for playing a lot of villains. But if you look at him in real life and you interact with him, you would not think he voiced all these villains because all these villains are bad guys, oh, naughty and stuff. Frank in real life, he's the sweetest. You wouldn't think he portrays villains. He's the most, forgive my language, he's the most bloody sweetest guy I have ever met. I'm not being funny. He is, oh my God, I'm just thinking about him now, like, I miss him so much. I'm seeing him next year, but I can't wait that long. And I can't wait to see uh, Peter Cullen as well, because he was overseas as well. And just, just, I'm just thinking about when I went to Scotland and I just hugged them both. It just felt so good. Like, wow, I'm just looking at pictures now of Scotland and oh my God, it was... Man. We had a really good time. Yeah, they need to come over here. Like, here in Los Angeles, come on. Next year, yeah, come go. They did yeah. a Sacramento uh, toy uh, convention uh, back yeah. in August. I just That's the closest they've done. I just can't do like out of, like, I could do cons that are like in the, around the LA Orange County area, but not like outside of them because, you know, time, yeah. resources, and money. Because, and also yeah. pandemic. You know, 
monster hormone. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do, 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 do. So I guess, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what Thank that was. You. But anyways, um, yeah, just continue doing what you're doing with your, um, with your YouTube channel. And it seems that you're doing pretty well for yourself. And, uh, yeah, do you have, like, anything else that you want to, like, discuss about at the moment? No, but I just wanted to say, Robert, um, you're also doing really well. And I would also like to say the same to you. Don't give up. Just keep doing what you're doing. And um, honestly, you'll soar through the stars. You'll you'll honestly you'll reach your dreams if you if you stick if you keep uh, focusing towards your goal. You are doing really well. So don't give up on your podcast because your podcast is also really fun and amazing. Yep, right on. So uh uh, let's see, any last piece of advice that you want to give to all the people watching this right now? Um, well, here's the main advice. Don't be a voice actor. No, I'm just kidding. Um, well, just... Yeah, you want to... We'll be out of jobs. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. If you want to be a voice actor, don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, just in, a, in the sort of world we're in right now, just be... Be a rainbow in someone else's cloud. Be the light at the end of someone else's tunnel. Be kind to someone. You don't know what they're going through. Just keep being happy. Keep being your optimistic self. Just never give up. If someone tells you to give up, don't listen to them. Just say, I'm not going to listen to one person. I'm going to listen to myself and say, I'm to say, tell myself I'm not going to give up because I listen to myself. I only trust myself and no one else. So I just told people just to be kind to themselves and be kind to others, you know, as as I said, be a rainbow in someone else's cloud, lie at the end of someone's tunnel. Just be who you can. Let don't let you have to don't let the world change your smile, but let your smile change the world. Yeah. yeah. You'll let your oh. smile let, let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. Or just be like us. Just collect all these lovely posters that you see behind me and behind Amber. Just I need, be to, nerds. I need to put more in my wardrobe. Yeah, I need to put more in yeah. my wardrobe. I have I have a, a list of stuff I need printed out to put on there. And there's like yeah, pictures of, of people like the melon stuff. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Um, let's see. Do you want to do an outro for this? Yeah, sure. I don't mind. I don't yeah, mind. you can um, basically, how it goes is, hi, my name is Amber, I do this, blah, 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 and you, you've you yep. just watched the podcast, the Station Square podcast or something like that. Yeah. Okay, okay, all right. <clears throat> hi, my name is Amber Jones. Oh, voice break, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know voice break now, I'm so sorry. Um, hi, my name is Amber Jones. Hi, my name is Amber Jones. I'm a voice actress and a YouTuber. You may have heard me um, on the theme park Raikou track. Kooky Trails, which is to be released in a, a, a very soon, actually. Um, I've also done voice work for many uh, corner-operated rides and machines. Also known for my interviews and my vlogs. And you have just listened, or most likely watched me, on the Station Square podcast. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Sorry about the tongue twister. I'm not sure if I can say what exact character... Well... Oh no, I can. I can because it's just been announced. Okay, is it all right if I redo it? Okay, sure, sure. Okay. Hi, my name is Amber Jones. I'm a voice actress and a YouTuber. I voice Prestella, Prestella, Soraya, Nubia, and Apple for the theme park ride Kooky Trails. 
I've also voiced the 222 Helicopter Kiddie Ride and also a few other products that I can't mention about yet because I'm still under NDA. You are watching or you have just listened or most likely watched me on the Station Square podcast. Hope you hope you enjoyed it. You're going to have to splice it all together because I just went off track off my throat. I'm sorry. No, I mean, it's just going to be completely... I just like it to be absolutely raw. That's right, like Gordon Ramsay, because like, yeah, yeah, just keeping yeah. it raw and real and awkward as much as we can possibly make it. But yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't have anything else to say except thank you. And um, any You're last welcome. words? Um, thank you for watching this episode. Go, uh, go check out me on my social media. I'll see you there. And... And what is your social media? Uh, my Twitter is X, which is A-M-B-E-R-L-E-A-H-H-X. My YouTube is AmberTheFangirl. My other stuff is mm, sort of private. I don't really advertise it. I suppose the public, but I don't really advertise them as much. I suppose I just have my own little corner. I have my YouTube side, my public side, and then I have my more reclusive, reclusive side. Um, but yeah, Twitter and YouTube are my main platforms. And when Twitter eventually goes up in flames, I will probably just be on YouTube. <laughs> so, hey. hey. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, you status the thumbnail. <laughs> but anyways, thank you for watching this episode. This has been a lot of fun. Um, be sure to keep on the lookout for this. Um, I'll post updates about it on my socials. Um, wherever you can find me on. But yeah, thank you for watching this episode, and I'll see you all next time. This is Robert Jackson signing out of here, and until then, good night, everybody. Bye. Cheerio.